the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. I'm Dottie Herman. You're listening to Iron Real Estate. I'm here with Jerry Feeney, our legal expert, Ace Water Supart, our financial expert. And again, we all have a little expertise in all of our fields. And uh, we just got through talking about Amazon. Of course, we're all really upset about that. Uh, and we had our, our, our listeners call in, and uh, we just... Talking about Nobody's. what a great community of people that listen to our show. And, Jer- Jerry, you didn't hear all the wonderful things that Ace said about me. All right? Because <laughs> oh. flattery will get you everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Right? Okay. okay. Mm. So, um, well, so next week we'll do it for you. you. Next week we'll yeah. say all good things. We'll, uh, we'll think of all you. the... But yeah. I did give you a compliment that I said you had a sexy voice. Yeah. And a sexy well, right. face. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Ace, please. So <laughs> I. Clearly, <laughs> we're not on TV. Yeah. So, as I <laughs> promised, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to have Rachel Sultz. And Rachel is the deputy editor at Realtor.com and the co host of Realtor.com podcast, House Party. She covers all things real estate, including buying, selling, home decor, renting movies, renting, moving, and more. And hi, Rachel. Hi, Dottie. Thanks for having me. I'm glad that you could be here. We were just kind of and I, in a heated discussion. We were just so upset about Amazon and wanted to see if our listeners felt differently, even though I would yell at them if they did. But um, <laughs> they didn't. Uh, so we are hoping that New York yeah, wakes but- up. I mean, that would have, you know, I just went through all of the benefits that would have happened. But uh, yeah. But we, 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 I yeah, think, that was big news. I, I was wondering how you guys are are dealing with it. Well, it, it really we're in shock. We're yeah. shocked. Okay, we're shocked because yeah. it was not politically divided. It was like everybody was for it. I don't know where how it happened, but I think we were kind of just figuring like where did that how did that happen? And all that we can think of and the lesson to be learned because when bad things happen, I think there's always a lesson you learn is that we it was a done deal. And probably everyone right. kind of sat back. And this little group from nowhere, because it wasn't a lot of people and it wasn't no. a, a political divide. Everyone was pretty much for it, no matter what party. And uh, out of nowhere. And I guess Amazon is like, well, listen, we don't need any, we don't need any headaches. I mean, so we're not going to try. Uh, and it's just overnight. So yeah, life goes on. But... Uh, you know, so the lesson that I think that we have to all learn is it's not over till it's over. So don't drop the ball until it's done. Yeah, 
that is a good lesson to learn. <laughs> yes. So we're thrilled to have you. And, um, well, I can ask you anything real estate, but what do you, what do you, like, you know, what do you think, um, what do you think? Obviously, you know, we think it's a great time to buy. But again, you know, you could say that's because we're in the real estate business. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you can't time your buy. You know, sometimes you can't. But it happens to be good interest rates. It's kind of a, I don't know if it's a, it's not a buy. Yeah. What kind of market do you think it is? Well, it's kind of a mixed bag right now. It kind of depends where you live um, and what your buying power is. It's it's sort of interesting time because I think that most of the experts didn't think that things were going to slow down as much as they have at this point, um, particularly when it comes to mortgage rates. They were predicting that those were going to go up, 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 and they have not done that. They have um, actually fallen in the first part of 2019. So for some people, that's a great time to get in the market because it makes things so much more affordable. Um, but home prices are still pretty high. It is still a seller's market. Um, they're going to be leveling off a little bit uh, by the end of 2019. Um, basically kind of, you know, slowing down a little bit. So things aren't necessarily getting... Uh, exponentially better for buyers in the immediate future, but they're certainly not getting worse. No, I, I, I would kind of, I would agree with you. We're talking nationally now. And by the way, Rachel, yeah. before we go on, would you tell us a little about your podcast, House Party? Of course. Um, we are, as you mentioned, I'm an editor at Realtor.com. I work with a team of editors here uh, covering all things uh, housing news, advice, um, everything about the real estate business. And um, we decided to start a podcast uh, last year. I think we kicked it off in October, and it's three of us, uh, myself uh, and two other editors, Natalie Way and Eric Gunther. And we all have our expertises that we bring to it, and we, we want to make real estate fun. Um, I think a lot of times it can seem really dry and droll, and so we decided to take the most interesting aspects of it because real estate touches everybody. You're right. Uh, you know, everybody has a story. Everybody's bought a house. Everybody's rented. Everybody's moved. Um, if you have a mailbox, <laughs> you have a real estate story. So um, we wanted to take those stories and bring them into podcast form, and that's what we do. We try to make it fun. We try to uh, touch on the, the news and the pop culture of the day and find those uh, ways that it overlaps with real estate. You know, it's funny you should say that because I think it should be fun. And when Jerry and I, oh, and when we first and, and Ace, when we first started the show, I would be flicking the channels just to hear, like, talk radio because I had no experience and neither did Jerry in radio. And then yeah. we, all of a sudden we came upon a realtor show. Mm, and I was like, let's listen to this, our competition. How dare they? Okay, and then we, we listened to them. Like, oh, no, what are they doing? We listened to them, and I'm like, oh, Jerry, no sweat. They're so boring. Okay, like, you can't really listen to them, especially if you're driving. You'll fall asleep. Right. So I love things show. that Don't you learn, asleep. and I think that are fun. So you all want to go to that, that podcast house party. Uh, so let me ask you something. 
But what do you think? I mean, you, you're, you, I mean, I can ask you anything about real estate. I, I know you'll have an answer. What do you think? Like, what can you, what do you think is, is news? Or what do you think is, you know, the, I think that's say the millennials. What do you think? I mean, that's the generation that's now about 34, 35, I think the oldest ones. And they're going to be mm-hmm. buying. What do you think about that? What do you, I mean, are they, yeah, they're buying later. I know that because, of, you know, they, they got out of school and probably a recession. Student debt, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, well, everything we've heard is that millennials are going to be a huge driving force in the market, and they already have been, but um, in the next year or two, I believe our stats show that um, nearly 5 million people are going to turn 30, and that is the biggest home buying bracket. So they're going to flood the market. And so if you're looking to sell your house, and especially to somebody who might be an entry-level buyer, it's going to look really good for you. Right. And you should kind of... So millennials, I mean, I don't know if you found this, and I didn't do any scientific research, but just from being in the business and pretty much hands-on, I just found that the millennials, unlike the baby boomers, really would like it done. They do not really want to have to do a million things to fix it. So if you could kind of get your house a little ready, I'm not saying to spend the fortune, but don't you think, you know, that they kind of really would... That's a nice way of saying it, though. Yes. Yeah, really. is it something turnkey? Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely... Um, I'm Personally, I agree. I don't know that I can speak for, you know, the swath of millennials that are late-age millennials across the country, but um, I personally would look for something turnkey. I, I think that, um, you know, that's that's one thing you have to think about when you're buying a house is it's not just the, the nice, shiny object that you're getting. You have to keep it up. You have to no, maintain and, it. And have- again, I haven't done a survey, but I do, you know, I do a lot of research, and I especially do this show for eight years, so I'm always looking up things, and I really believe that on a whole, that that generation is not... In other words, they don't want to wait, like, you know, as, like, well, you know, we'll do the bathroom in two years and we'll do the kitchen in three years, mm. if they can. And, again, you can't always do that. So, like, getting your house, I don't think you need a stager necessarily, but I, but getting your house in the best shape it can be without spending a fortune. Now, you talk a lot about decluttering. Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. Now, I know that sounds like a simple subject, but uh, if you're in the business no, as... We are, you would be shocked at what you walk into and someone's selling the house. So would you want to give us some tips or what do you think people should do to declutter? It sounds easy. Oh, sure. I'll I'll give it a shot. Um, We do talk a lot about decluttering because it is so essential to making your house look good. It's the first thing that people are going to notice when they walk in the door is how much stuff you have. Um, And that combined with the fact, um, I don't know if you've seen the new Marie Kondo show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about it the last hour. Yeah, Yeah, it's... the zeitgeist right now it's it's the new hot thing that everybody is watching and everybody's kind of got decluttering on the brain because they, it makes you feel better it makes if you walk into a room that feels clean and and uh free of clutter then it, it just changes the overall vibe so we have tried to take a little bit of her tips and we've tried to um talk to the experts and offer a few of our own um, I think the, the number one thing is, it, and obviously it depends on how much you have, but you've got to start with a plan. You have to start, um, you can't go into a weekend and say, I'm going to do the whole house this no. weekend, and then it's just going to be done. Target so you have, to, you have to figure out what your goals are ahead of time. 
Yeah, do one drawer, one closet at a time. But you're right. And we were you know? just yeah. talking about that. Yeah. Jerry said he, I mean, he's meticulous and he says he does everything one. One drawer at a time, yeah. you know, one drawer a weekend, and then, then it's doable. And the other thing is, you know, my house guest was just mentioning to me this morning, you know, you get joy when you go into a room yourself. You're not doing this necessarily for others and how it looks to the rest of the right. world. You're doing it for yourself and the feeling you get when you enter a room in your home and it's neat and orderly. Look, it doesn't have to look like, you know, mine and Dottie's like you know, <laughs> pristine. But, it, you know, if things are orderly, then your life becomes orderly. If you live in chaos, then your life is often chaotic. Right, and, and since our business can yeah. be sometimes chaotic, when I come home to <laughs> wherever it is I am, I need that to not be chaotic. When, yeah, now, you, you talk want. about nose blind to your home. What you know? Oh, yeah. what, so tell us, tell our listeners what you mean by nose blind to your home. Yeah, this was a story that we had worked on and we wanted to discuss on the podcast about uh, what happens when a homeowner becomes nose blind to your home. And that basically means you can't smell that it smells bad. <laughs> or maybe it oh. smells good and you can't smell that either. But um, you, your, sensory, your, your senses have become numb to it over time. And if you cooked, um, I don't know, fish a couple of nights mm-hmm. ago, you might not smell it. But your guest walks oh, in and is hit, yeah. slam in the face with the yeah. with the odor. So that's what nose blindness is, and um, it's something I think we probably all suffer from in our own homes because our you know you've walked into somebody's home and you they all have a, a smell and it might not be a bad yeah. smell but it's just kind of a signature Sometimes scent it smells. That, that, that that home yeah. has. Well, I use Glade. I mean, I'm not pushing them; they're not a sponsor of mine. However, yeah. everyone <laughs> always says, "Oh, your home so smells good." I use those. Glade, uh, they're like oils, and you plug them in. Yeah. And Cashmere yeah. Woods is my favorite. Okay, and they just give a great smell. But let me ask you something: If someone's nose blind, meaning that they don't, yours, meaning that they don't smell it themselves because they're in it, and after a they're while they just get it. used to it, how do they? How would they know? So what? I mean, like, or somebody would have to tell them. <laughs> Well, you can there, rely on somebody to tell you, to ask somebody. I think if you're comfortable enough to say, hey, what does my house smell like? That's certainly a, a proven way to do it. But the other way, and it's really easy, is just to leave for a while and then come back and um, kind of give your nose a break. And when you come back, you'll you'll probably smell whatever it is that you had become blind to. And if you don't realize the power of aromas... Oh, I do. Go to a casino or a high-end hotel, and you'll see what they've done. They all have signature, mm-hmm. trademarked aroma. You go in the Aria yeah. in Vegas, and you're like, That's this true. smells nice. And it's a trademarked aroma that they own, that they pump into the room, and it just gives you a wonderful feeling. And I think, you know, you clean your house, and it looks nice, but it's got also got to smell nice, too. That's a very important point. Yeah. yeah I mean... Those would probably be, be the two things that will turn off buyers. Mm-hmm. The fastest with, is a bad smell yeah. and clutter. Start with burning a good candle, a good one, you know, a really good scented mm-hmm. candle. I'll tell you and do a deep clean because, yeah. you know, if you do a deep clean and get those odors out, otherwise you're mm-hmm. just kind of masking it. So start with a deep clean, do the declutter, and then, yeah, burn a, a nice scented candle. And I'm a big fresh air person. So, like, if you have windows, I open the windows, always yeah. open my windows and get air in the house. Because so, even if your house doesn't smell, it can get stale. Air can kind of get stale. Yeah. So, air out the um, rugs. Yeah. Put them outside. Exactly. Uh, let them now, air out. Now, Rachel, we... We uh, 
we've talked on the show a lot about Airbnb, and I think I mm-hmm. read something that you said that if Airbnb stays in your house, uh, stayed in a house that you want to buy, that's a good thing? Hmm. Um... I don't know. Somebody told me that that you had kind of said that. Um, And I just, you know, I don't know if it's a bad thing or a good thing. I was just wondering if you had an opinion on that. But I I don't. So if Airbnb, uh, sorry, if I stayed in in the house. No, if you you were buying a house that Airbnb, uh, if you were buying a house that they, that they, that they stayed in or that they used, that's a good thing. And I, I'm not sure that it is or it isn't. I'm not, I, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I hadn't given that much thought, actually. Uh, I, just, I know I someone mean, asked that I question, guess, and I never gave it much thought either. So I was just curious because someone just texted Yeah, I'm not us. sure that it means anything. Someone just texted, that, a, a, emailed yeah. a question like that to ask, and I, I'm not sure. I didn't think about it either, really, one way or the other. I was wondering. But maybe if you're thinking of buying a house and it's also on Airbnb, maybe that's not a bad idea is to stay in it as an Airbnb for a weekend and see how you like the house. I yeah, maybe, maybe that's a, that, See, Jerry, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. I wonder if you can do that. You're doing test drive. Yeah, test drive it, exactly. Yeah, if you could do that, that's really a great idea, as long as somebody doesn't put an offer in it while you're staying in it. Um, Right. That's great. So, so, Rachel, let me, like, we have, like, a few minutes left. What, give us what you think is most important that you, I mean, you're all things real estate, and so, you know, what do you, just kind of, what kind of things do you think that people should know today? Before they buy. Before they buy. Um, I think that the the most important thing is just to make sure that you've got your finances in order. The market is so it's changing every day, and so you want to make sure that you before you go into a house um, with your agent that you're pre-approved and you've got your paperwork in order and that you're ready to to pounce if you fall in love with something because it's it's still a very fast moving market. It's still a seller's market and there's quite a bit of competition from buyers. So I think that's probably the number one thing is, you know, be ready, be prepared, and then also probably be prepared that you might not get that house and yeah. you might have to move on to another one. Yeah. But you know, when you're prepared, it also avoids disappointment. You know, you fall in love with something. Exactly. Find, oh, it's out of your price. Yeah, range. But sometimes you, you have it. to live and learn. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if you did it once and you lost something, you try not to do it again. You'd be prepared. Right. And you, we have a few minutes left, and you, you, and again, it's a general thing. But you say that you talked on one of your podcasts about what people hate most about their homes and what people love. Oh yeah, yeah. We um, we did that before Valentine's Day. Um, we wanted to. In one of our articles, we got some real-life anecdotes from people about just the surprising things that they ended up loving about their home, whether it was this gorgeous tree in the front yard or just the natural light coming in through the windows. And we talked a little bit about, um, between ourselves, about the things that we end up loving um, and then the things that we actually hate um, because no house is, you know, 100% perfect. So it kind of gave some interesting, you know, feedback. I'd be interested, do you guys have things that you love and hate about your homes? I hate the I hate the exhaust fan in my bathroom because it won't shut off. But the building that's a good one. It is. Yeah, I love lights. Yeah. I love the light of my homes, and I am very cognizant of light 
because I like yeah. light. So when I buy a home and I look for a home, I'm, I also look at where the sun is and how much sun it gets or how the light works be, or if there's enough light for me. So that's important to me. Um, and that's what mm-hmm. I love about my homes. I have That's great light. Line. I mean, there's other things, but if I don't have light, I just need that. Yeah. I have to. You're unhappy. Yeah. It makes sense. I'm I the same it. way. Rachel, how everyone can get on your What's your, your podcast, podcast, House Party. And, yeah, uh, House Party by Realtor.com, um, or you can follow us on Twitter. We're at House Party Pod. If you have questions that you'd like to ask us on air, um, we you can email us at podcast at realtor.com. Thank so, you so much. We'll we, be sure to follow you, and thanks for being against you. were great. Have a great weekend, and we'll uh, be back. Okay, let's do more. Insurance can be scary. When it comes to protecting your family, home, or business, you need a name you can trust. You need Honig County Insurance. In Manhattan for over 100 years, Honig County is family-owned, experienced, and credible. They believe in a face-to-face, roll-up-your-sleeves approach, providing each client with individual personal care. Honig County, the name to trust. So start your new year right with Honig County Insurance. Call 212-777-7113 or HonigCounty.com. H-O-N-I-G-C-O-N-T-E.com. Honig County Insurance. Not just providing insurance, but insurance guidance. Don't miss Seton Hall basketball on Sunday when the Hall takes on the Creighton Blue Jays at 3 o'clock. Pre-game show at 2.50 p.m. This is Dave Popkin. Join me along with Gary Cohen for all the action on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo. I'm so proud to announce that my dear friends at Trinitas Regional Medical Center have a brand new center dedicated to women. Together with the Connie Dwyer Breast Cancer Foundation, they recently opened the new center for excellent breast care, the Connie Dwyer Breast Center at Trinitas. Here, every woman is treated to the latest in screening, diagnosis, and treatment, regardless of her ability to pay. And there's even a breast navigator available to guide women through every aspect of their Care. This is a state-of-the-art center staffed with a full complement of breast health specialists that features the latest technology and, most importantly, is a welcoming, safe environment for every woman who walks through their doors. If you or a loved one would like to learn more about the Connie Dwyer Breast Center at Trinitas, please call 908-994-5984, 908-994-5984. or visit their website at trinitasrmc.org. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion, there is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, Talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the Cats Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable. Every Sunday morning, starting at 8.30, right after Morano in the Morning on AM 970. The Answer. 
Steve Autobotto's The Leadership Hour is moving to a special day and time this weekend so that we can bring you Seton Hall Pirates basketball. It's The Leadership Hour with Steve Autobotto this Saturday afternoon at 5 on AM 970, The Answer. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. And boy, does time fly when you're... Yeah. I mean, it's really gone quickly. Uh, we're just talking about podcasts. We have Aces here with uh, someone who is really... I mean, look, he's a millennial, <laughs> yeah. and he really, I mean, I watch his, inter, I mean, his his social media presence, which is great. And tell us a little about. Oh. Yeah, Josiah used to, um, he actually worked with uh, Gary Vee. Um, and he's a famous, if you don't know who Gary Vee is, all I can tell you is I first heard him as something that Ace was putting on for Citizens Bank, and he's just amazing. He's a great speaker, he's a millennial, yeah. and he. So Josiah is from Houston. He's here. He's 24 years old. He's actually sitting with us here in the studio. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's been teaching me a lot about this uh, social media um, aspect. And, uh, Jerry, um, you're mm-hmm. next. So we're going to get you on it, okay? Uh, listen, I'm, I'm totally on board. I, I just watched the, you know, the FIRE documentary. About yeah, you the, saw that, uh, right? About the event that was, you know, went belly up in, in the Caribbean. But what was amazing about that is how they promoted that, yeah. you know, and there's a, I can't say the word because it's a bad word, but F Jerry is like a huge, <laughs> apparently social yes, media, yes. uh, person. And I'm, you know, it's not me for those of you who are wondering, but you know, they, they promoted this, this event all through social media and these influencers. And it's amazing, amazing world, how it has changed so quickly. It's changed so quickly. Yeah. And I, you have to kind of be up on it. Yeah. So and t- it's so quickly how people, listen and are influenced Mm -hmm. and you know it's not the traditional way you know it's not just you know i mean it's just uh so different and we're not just talking about you know emailing that there's an open house which kind of drives me nuts when agents do that that's not the right use of social media you're getting tuned out when you do that you know uh, that's that's just mark that's just you know advertising that's annoying people we're talking about influencers who are you know using social media to, to help brand an item or to help develop an image of someone or an event or something. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. whole, and no matter what business you're in or if, even if you're not in business, um, it's really, to me, very important that no matter what age you are, uh, that you try to like understand as much as you can. You don't have to be an expert in it. I certainly am not. Uh, but, you know, the world is really, I just changed dramatically and uh like i think about it and and if you think about when when the internet first came out i mean it's changed the world and it's connected the world together but even for people who are older i think well great that or people that are disabled that's great that they could go on social media like if they can't get out of the house or something they can still communicate so there's a lot of good things but well, try to keep you posted on that because it does have to do with real estate. Uh, it has to do with everything. Uh, I mean, it just has to do with hey, how we live. What are the loan officers doing with social media? I mean, there's always a tension between, you know, what disclosure and things like that because of regulated industry. But what are they doing? 
I think I think really with loan officers, as long as we're not talking about products and, and rates, right? Because that's really a compliance issue. But as long as you're you're educating our listeners or even their audience about the home buying process, I think that's what they can be doing. You know, putting up videos on things that people can mm-hmm. should avoid or people should prepare for themselves when looking to get a mortgage. Yeah. Those are the type of things, to your point, Jerry, where you're not just pushing out products, right? Because That's right. What, what, what do products mean to the audience? You really have to... Useful, re- really useful information. Educational right? content is what it's about. And, it's got to be original. And, and you have to connect emotionally. Yeah. Right? You so see, that's, that's the key there. And it was interesting. And I swear to you, this is true. So, look, I have tried to do more social media. So then I was like, hire this company. And here's what people wrote to me. Oh, is this the fake Dottie? <laughs> because they knew it wasn't my voice. It's got to be your voice. Yeah. And so it's really hard. It's like now, I like I see, like, it also, when that goes to Ace's point, that it has to be in your voice, and it can't be, like, just some fact that has no emotion or that doesn't, at some point, be what you want to respond. But the same token, if you open yourself up to political questions or really controversial questions, then be ready to get slammed mm-hmm. and be able to take it. I mean, because, you know, people are passionate about, you know, so if you get into controversial stuff, you have to be ready for that. Uh, but I just think, you know, somebody said to me the other day, did you notice that young kids really don't watch TV on a TV? Yeah, they're watching YouTube now. Don't yeah, they so. don't. And if they are watching TV, they're doing it on their 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 iPad or something like that. They're not watching it from a TV set. I just, everything has changed so much. And the way we do business, and I think it's a good thing because you don't have to be famous to reach the world. That's right. That's right. Whereas like, you know. traditional media outlets to do it either. Yeah, a lot of people just, you know. And there's such a thing as influencers that have Mm -hmm. that followings. Uh, And by the way, they make a lot of money, those influencers. Oh, hello. You know how much uh, the Jenner girl makes for a post? Apparently like $300,000 to post it on her Instagram account. Well, yeah, but they're really, I mean, mean, that whole family, whether you like them or not, they're, I think, great marketers. And uh, I think it's the mother. I think she was the genius behind everything. And, and, And you know, Dottie, as it pertains to social media, if you're a seller out there and you're looking to sell your property and you have it listed on Zillow with a realtor or whatnot, and you're only showing the four walls, mm-hmm. you're discounting your property because I think you know what most folks are missing is maybe taking video of a day in the life in in that mm-hmm. home. Meaning, you know, from the minute you you wow. wake up, you know where you're going in terms of transportation, where you're dropping off your kids in terms of school, where you go shopping for idea. food, what a for, great idea, you know, restaurants yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah. So maybe take a whole day footage and show why we people love living in this why house, we love yeah. exactly Jerry you know because so. we wow. sell experiences and I always we tell agents that we're selling experiences not, we're not walls, just selling right? yeah we're selling homes and experiences and, and lifestyle and dreams and lifestyles and, lifestyle. and that's what you've got to ca- showcase to people yes and I think we selling lifestyles more today than ever before and people are buying a lifestyle mm-hmm. and I never thought of that Ace yeah. and again you would have to put makeup on, ladies, if you're doing that. So if you don't feel like doing it, at least let the realtor do it or give them that suggestion. Because, again, I'm not saying open houses are good. I know people who sold their homes through open houses. But, you know, I tell you, if your open house, a lot of people came, then do another one and do another one. But don't have open houses every day, every week. 
Be, and no one comes to them. And then try other things to reach different venues. That is a, a wonderful idea. idea. That's a and where would idea. you put it, Ace? I would probably put it on um, either Facebook pro- um, programmatic ads, you know, within the census area that you're trying to focus in on, you know, who, who your target audience is. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of ways to really have a target audience. Yes. Um, and you know you what, know. Jerry? I have an idea since Ace brought this up, and I wanted to tell everybody of Douglas Elliman because they all use the, uh, Citizens and Ace. Mm-hmm. But I was like, maybe, Je- Jerry, Ace, and I, we could bring. Yeah. Josiah. And we just and we could follow you a day in the life yeah, right. of an attorney. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Jerry man. F. Listen to me Jerry screaming F. all day long. <laughs> My house got sent to me yesterday morning. She's like, Who are you screaming at on the phone? I'm like, I You know, know. it would I'm be very people this morning. It would we be could so do it, interesting Jerry. following Jerry though. I mean he, he makes me laugh all the time. He's so informative. Uh-huh. Oh, well, there it, was it would a, be it would be a, a riot. A client of mine does these reality shows and he said, Listen, if you're ever interested in doing life with Jerry, you've gotta be follow he says we would do it. He's we're interested because we would follow you with a camera all day long, but you can't shut yeah. the camera off. That's the thing. <laughs> and we've gotta be able to, to show whatever we we want. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> and you have to make it interesting. I mean, you, yeah. otherwise, so you kind of yeah. have a little drama. Well, it would be interesting. But your but show would have drama anyway. <laughs> That's great. Now, Ace, you were going to talk about um, home equity lines of credit yeah. today that Citizens Banks offers. Can you tell our listeners what what yeah, they so, are? Exactly? So, home equity line of credits it's it's similar to a large credit card on your home, right? So you use it when you when you like. And um, they give you a line. So let's say your home is worth, for, for 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 the purposes of of, of the show, a million dollars, and they'll give you a home equity, sixty percent of your value. So they give you a line of six hundred thousand, assuming, you know, you have a low mortgage balance, right? So you have this line of six hundred thousand, and you can draw from the line whenever you you like, and you would pay back only on the amount that you draw. So it's really simple to apply. It takes about two weeks. Um, it's not really that long-winded process that you that you would do on a refinance or on a purchase. And um, really, it's it's for a rainy day in case you need home improvements, in case you mm-hmm. need it as an emergency. Um, it's a really good tool for folks to utilize. I, I know a lot of clients that are just taking out lines of credits right now, just waiting for that amazing deal right so or that just, you can draw it exactly you need it for something else. and if you don't need it and if you don't need it you leave it as a line and you you're not paying anything um, back towards the bank yeah so it's like so great to have and then if you do need it you don't have to scramble you don't have to scramble exactly like all of a sudden like you, it's kind of like having that credit available yeah. And if you need it, you need it. If you don't, you don't pay anything on it. Yeah, it just sits there. Yeah. It just sits there. Yeah. So I think everybody should do that. And how well, much should they do? Like, you I know, some say, percentage of their home? Yeah. I, I wouldn't really leverage your home too much. No. So really stay within that 60 loan to value. So mm-hmm. if your property is worth a million, maybe take out 60% And of I bet it. you the interest is much cheaper oh. when you use it than if you're using a credit card yeah. or something it's like a that. Lot, it's a lot cheaper. So and You don't want to be using this to, you know, buy. You Correct. Know, luxury. Things. Exactly. You, you want to be using it for a sound college, or mm-hmm. you know, if you just. But I think it's a great thing. So how would they go about it? Just call you or just, go to citizens. Yeah, just go to citizensbank.com, and it's right there. And and one of the, uh, I think we have a break, but our student loan refinance is. 
probably one of the mm. best out there right now, too. All right, so. maybe you could talk about because that's a really important subject. Student refinances, since yeah, so many people debt. have students that they even have it, and older people have it because they have paid for their kids. Right after the break, <laughs> Ace will finish talking about that. We'll be right back. Have you ever seen a pest controller spraying chemicals in your home? It makes you wonder, if their chemicals are safe, then why do they suit up and wear respirators only to leave you to walk back in unprotected? G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and I'm here to tell you there's a better way. In an age where we now have the choice to drive electric cars, you too can electronically read your home or business of unwanted rodents and pests. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. 100% 100% chemical-free, Plug-in Pest-Free is your safest bet for your family and pets. Our bestseller, the Plug-in Pest-Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code RADIO20 for 20% off plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. Go pestfree.com today. You own a local business or any business, and your national competition has a backroom of digital marketing minions who are eating your lunch. But you can beat them with our digital marketing experts. We're Salem Surround. We can surround potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We make every digital dollar count towards sales success. We won't waste your money. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers from everywhere. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. Mike Connors, host of Ask the Lawyer and published in New York Magazine's top-rated lawyers. Whether assisting a client with drafting a will or trust, power of attorney, health care proxy, nursing home plan, or other matter, Connors & Sullivan's goal is always the protection of their clients' rights and interests. Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, has dedicated attorneys that can help you with estate planning, elder law, and probate. They listen to their clients to learn about their families, their financial picture, and their long-term goals to create a comprehensive plan to meet your objectives. They assist with the complex tax matters that are often involved in estate planning and probate. Contact Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, with offices in Brooklyn, Queens, Midtown Manhattan, and Staten Island to schedule a free consultation with an attorney. 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. And listen to Ask the Lawyer right here every Saturday evening at 6. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Well, we're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate and uh, Dottie Herman, CEO of Douglas Elements. I'm here with Ace Wadisuparv, who is the CEO of... A part of this is like he's the person I know, <laughs> okay? And I, I 
do business with the bank, and we've done business, as I said, with a lot of banks, and there's no one like Citizens. Because yeah, they're really great. Because as good as an ace, I would always use ace, but if you're <clears throat> associated with sometimes, I think, banks or organizations, I worry about that with Douglas Elliman sometimes. I'm like, you know, that's why I am very accessible, because I never want it to be so big, mm-hmm. even though it's big. I mean, how many offices do we have now? I forgot. Yeah, no, that's yeah, not. It's big. Mm-hmm. But... I never want it to be so big that it loses that personal touch or that a person feels they can't call myself or Howard Lorber or any of the managers and voice, whether it's a complaint, whether it's a positive thing, or ask us a question, because I think that that happens to companies sometimes. Um, They get so big that they... Now, it's hard. I used to know everybody's name in the company, and it's impossible to do that now. Uh, But I try. And... uh, I think that that's really important. And I think that at, at Citizens Bank, they're big, but they really, really pay attention to that personal touch, which means a lot. They do. Right? They do. So before the break, we were talking about the student. Uh, yeah. So many times, Dottie, you know, a lot of folks are looking to get financing. And the student loan debt is always a number one deterrent or, you know, it's a factor in in calculating income and liabilities. So I just wanted to tell the audience and the listeners that, you know, if you have student debt, give us a call because we have probably one of the most competitive consolidation rates uh, for student debt. And and with millennials, um, whom we were talking about before, they're the ones that have the most student debt, right? Well, I... I had an assistant. Yeah. And how Kyle, old is yeah. he? Kyle, he doesn't mind me talking on the radio show. He loves the radio <laughs> show. He loves doing research He's for me. Great. He still does it. Yeah. Hi, Kyle. I hope you're listening. <laughs> uh, and he was went to ACE and he was telling me, I went to ACE because what was, he took out a student loan. Yeah. I forgot how many years ago he said, and he's not so old. So, some of the rates. And he um, was like, yeah. it was maybe 25000 He's never missed the payment and it's way more now. How Correct. much interest rate were they charging him? It's, it was high. It was high. It was a ridiculous amount. On a, and like for a student loan, like you don't want to make it. And I was reading a story. I was going to do it on the radio a couple of weeks ago, but you know, I just didn't get around to it. But it was showing that people that are older have student debt, not because they're students, because they took it out for their kids. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many people. And, and, the, and the millennials, they're be buying even more because they definitely believe in home ownership, but a lot of them are students that, and if you're a buyer, you want to make sure that your buyer has been to Citizens Bank and Ace, or that has been at least pre-qualified because they might make the income, but you don't know what their debts are like. And if they can't get a mortgage because they have too much debt, even if they have a great income, then you'll be starting on the market all over again. And especially in today's marketplace where rates are so low, so many people are so focused on price. But if you're thinking about leveraging financing, the conversation needs to shift from price to payment, right? So a lot of times, a lot of clients, when I sit down with them, Dottie, they don't even realize that they're able to afford for either much more or maybe a little bit less, right? So That's really so sitting down. interesting. So what do you ask them, Ace? How much do you want to spend a month? Yeah, so really what we do is we calculate their income and then we divide that by their liabilities and we'll tell them that. So so a real, I mean, a, a common situation um, that, that occurs is they'll come into my um, office, they'll say, Ace, you know, I'm looking to buy a $2 million home. You know, what's your rate? 
Well, you know, before I even give them the rate, I actually sit down with them and I look at their income, look at their liabilities. And after everything is all said and done, sometimes because the rates are at an all-time low today, I'll tell them, look, if you're looking to put 20% down, you actually qualify for a $2.8 million home. Did you know that? And a lot of times they didn't know that because they just assumed that their price range was at this particular price. So just keep, it, so keep in mind that- So that's a question to ask because yes. you might be able to afford more, but maybe you don't want to spend it. Maybe exactly. you want to spend a lot of money to, to go exactly. out and still do all those things. So that's great. And with student loans, if so many people have them, you should give Ace a call yeah. uh, or email you or text you or at what, Citizens? Yeah, just go to citizensbank.com. Because you can refinance. You can refinance. So the interest rate, look at the, what the student loan is. Interest rate. You know, I never really thought about that since Kyle yeah. was telling me. Cause I, but look at the interest rate that you're, you're, either your child is paying, your grandchild, or that you're paying and, and, for your children. And a lot of folks don't, Dottie, because you have it ever since college. So you just, yeah, you don't, feel like you just, you just pay want it. to pay it off, right? right. So. Look at it because if, you, if it was taken out when the interest rates were higher, you you need to call. And, of course, a, a phone call or a text or an email can't doesn't cost anything. Or give us a call on, on the show. Yeah. We'll be more Love than to happy to help. So I, uh, I'm, it's a nice weekend, and I think it's President's Weekend this weekend, it right? It is. It is. So uh, the kids are, I think, off from school. Yeah, on Monday. Yeah. And, it's a long weekend. Uh, yeah, we have nice weather. So I'm looking forward to that. And I, I really I really was passionate about this Amazon thing. And now, you know, I feel like when something happens and then it's over, then you have to let it go and move on. But again, I think I hope we all learned a lesson by this. Jerry? Well, I, I hope that they'll reconsider. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's a done-done thing. I assume the mayor is on the phone. I hope so. Uh, but if it is done and this is over, this is going to go down as one of the worst mistakes the city has ever made. It really is because we had an opportunity to bring in, you know, one of the world's biggest companies to create tremendous well-paying jobs. These were not minimum wage jobs. These were well-paying jobs, which as Dottie says, then attracts other companies because other companies look to the leader. You know, if yeah. Douglas Element is opening an office at a particular area, everybody else says, oh, we should too because Element is. Well, that's exactly what happens. If Amazon is coming, then it brings other tech companies, other tech companies who support Amazon's uh, software want to be uh, close to them so they're in the same city, so they're socializing with Amazon executives. There's a whole you know nuance that people just don't necessarily uh, understand when a company comes into a city, but this is really, really very sad. It really is. Well, Jerry, you, you know what they say. It's not over until the fat lady sings. Well, you never know, right? <laughs> so we'll hope that they'll reconsider, and if you're listening to us on Amazon, uh, we're willing to name the East River after you. Okay, That's we'll it. make yes. it happen. Dottie, yeah. I don't you, care you what we to have to do. Jeff. We'll make that happen. Right. right? East River will become the either Bezos. That was or the caller's call idea. I don't want to take credit, but what a great we, idea. We give them the credit for it, but we have no doubt that everyone will agree because <laughs> who cares that the you know East is a big big deal. It's not. Like yeah, it's not taking somebody's name away. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think we can make that happen. Yeah, I, I think we'll give so, them Rat so. Island. We're even throw Rat Island in. Too. Yeah. So I didn't get it. I really didn't get a chance to do too many topics, but I thought these current events were like really more important. Mm -hmm. I, I I will say that I wanted to tell you quickly. Well, I was going to do this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I won't maybe have Trump today, but did anyone hear of what 
A Henry is, do you, do you hear that? H-E-N-R-Y, like the name Henry? Yeah, what about it? Do you know what it stands for? No. It's a new kind of, okay. It's just so you know, when you start to say it, you will start to say it. It stands for high earners, but not rich yet. A Henry is high earners, <laughs> not rich yet. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. okay. H-E-N-R-Y. So these That's are clever. people that are going to be rich one day, like, but they're yeah, not there. there. Like the $253 million house that you thought that Ace bought, the apartment, <laughs> I said he's million, yeah. not there yet. Yes. Yeah. He'll be okay, definitely but not he'll there be yet. There. <laughs> now, today's Henrys are comprised mostly of millennials. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they earn an annual income of more than a hundred grand. And again, depends on where you live. A hundred grand in New York might not be a lot. Not what it used to be. But uh, <laughs> it's still. I mean, it's still when you look in the scheme of things. And I think, especially in New York City, sometimes we get jaded. But in the scheme of things, it's still a lot of money. And well, I just want you to yeah. know that the American dream of home ownership is so alive with the millennials, and well, and and and. According to the studies, 97% of millennials either already own a home or plan to own a home, okay, or plan to buy a second home. I mean, so it's a generation, that, and I remember that we, we did this show through the recession. Remember, like, oh, home ownership is dead. It's over. People saw their kids, saw their parents get killed of the prices. They lost equity. They're not going to buy. Well, obviously, they were wrong. Yeah. So it's really, and to reach them, and you know, even though the show is real estate, to reach them, I think some social media things are really great, and maybe we can give you some tips on that. And I thought Ace's idea, which he just happened to mention on the show, I never thought of. I wish I did. I'd like to take credit for it, but I can't. That is a marvelous idea to show a lifestyle. And so when you meet your agent, talk about, like, what else can we do to not just show four walls, as Ace said. Because, because, you know, the, the videos that are out there of homes, you're right, Ace, they're of, of no home. people in them. Yeah. It's just the home. You're showing what people do from the time they wake up and how the kids come to the breakfast nook and have breakfast. Correct. And, and then people can visualize themselves in that. That's just flat Now, out it's funny. And the reason I'm bringing this up in two minutes is that Henry's, which are, you know, the, mm-hmm. the baby. They're, they're, rich, they're yeah. going to be rich. They're not there yet. Are willing to pay for what they want and value in a home. Finishes neighborhood. Okay, rather than, okay, they want, but they want a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so the lifestyle is very important to them. So when you're doing your home and you're putting it on the market, I think that's a huge tip. Try to show, not that just the four walls, a whole lifestyle. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you could walk places and if yeah. you can't walk, but there's parks, yeah. you know, then show that. Listen, guys, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. The sun's out. And uh, we want to wish you great health and happiness. And we'll be back next week. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.